Welcome back to Come Walk With Me. This is episode 30. Um, so, tonight I wanted to talk about life in general. You know, anything different, anything new. Um, I was actually just reading an article uh, about Toys R Us. You know, I think that, that takes us all back a little bit. And um, it's crazy to think that these... Um, kind of bankruptcy proceedings can still be active in uh, 2022 when uh, the company declared bankruptcy in 2017. And it's also um, being investigated over fraud now, which is kind of crazy to think. Um, so this is an article uh, I'm reading off of Bloomberg, um, written by Elisa Ronalds Hannon and Bill Allison. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole article, but um, just a quick little, uh, just a basically first sentence or two. Eh, call it a paragraph. Um, Toys R Us board members and owners face allegations of fraud and breach of duty over the company's 2017 bankruptcy. Creditors claim in, on in ongoing litigation that seven company directors have now said they knew they shouldn't have approved executive bonuses and honors onerous bankruptcy loans at the outset of the case that put the retailer on the fast track to a sudden liquidation six months later. So, you know, it's showing that um, what really killed Toys R Us was more of a uh, corporate greed than it was um, that the business was hurting. Now, obviously, the business was hurting. Um, physical retail stores are... Um, I don't want to say a dying breed, but they're definitely not uh, not the future. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't honestly see a day where there won't be physical stores. Uh, I do see a day where there are less physical stores. You know, the, the overhead that, that you need and the overhead you require um, is difficult. Uh, I do think things like this you'll see more in small towns. You'll see um, in places that need uh, products quickly, especially if they are not on the normal beaten path. You know, something that maybe is not all that close to a highway. You'll have more of these mom and, stuff, mom and pop physical stores, which is, which is a good thing. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I, I would prefer a world of small mom and pop shops versus these giant corporate... Um, kingdoms basically it's it's tough you know when you have these giant corporations they they drive out the little the little guys and um, I don't I don't see a day where all the little guys are gone ever though Amazon definitely pushes that Amazon definitely has the um, the ability and the um, physical infrastructure that they could make it tougher but I still think you'll find mom-and-pop shops in some of these smaller towns off the beaten path. Um, and that's a good thing, you know. Uh, I think, uh, and I try to um, spend my dollar with those mom-and-pop shops. There's there's no guilt here. There's, I, you know, I, I still use Amazon. I still use all of those things. Um, it's, it's tough. You know, the convenience is very nice. Uh, in some cases, the cheaper prices are very nice. I don't think there's anything wrong with 
wanting to save a dollar or two. Um, I do try uh, to use smaller places. There is a, uh, a used bookstore that's not too far from the house that when I'm, um, when I'm more often than not, if I've dropped off something uh, at UPS, because uh, there's a, for, for work I do, I send out a bunch of laptops to the new hires and stuff. So when I have to go to UPS, uh, at the end of the day, I always try and stop into the bookstore. It brings me some peace. It brings me some calmness. Um, I just came across a, a pretty good book by Simon Green, uh, Simon R. Green. Um, and I've read his stuff in the past. He does some really good stuff. Nightside. Um, uh, Nightside? Yeah, something very similar to that. It's been a while. But um, it, it, it's fun science fiction, science fiction fantasy. I just finished reading his Blue Moon Rising um, book, which it it's like, oh yeah, it's... Um, I guess it was probably published in uh, 2000, 1999. I don't know. It was, I, I can't believe how old it actually is at this point. Yeah, so this was published before 2000 because the second book um, will be arriving in November of 2000. Yeah, you know, 20 years ago. Or in this case, 22 years ago. Uh, but a good book, good read. Um, it's definitely... Uh, I had trouble putting it down, though parenting... <laughs> parenting does not allow me the uh, quite the luxury I used to have when I would uh, pick up a good science fiction book, fantasy book, and just read for hours upon hours. Um, but it was fun. It was nice to read an author I like, and uh, it was nice to read this series because I've actually never read uh, these this series of his characters. Like I said, he has a bunch of different series, uh, and this was totally original for, to me, even though it was published all of. 22 to 23 years ago um, which is amazing because I read a lot of stuff back in, in those days and I can't believe I didn't stumble across this series in, in the first place so uh, this is actually late I apologize I normally try to get these done on the weekend um, this weekend was difficult to say the least uh, a lot of late nights put the kids to bed um a couple of times I fell asleep and woke up uh, very uncomfortable. Um, but bygones be bygones. I'm recording now, so I'm happy. Uh, it actually started to get weird because it felt like uh, the longer it took me to record this, it felt like it was like the harder it was to record this. I just, I, I couldn't think of anything to talk about. And I couldn't really come up with anything... I wanted to discuss with you guys or just or just ramble about since we don't actually discuss anything um, I am feeling pretty good about the cryptocurrency market it's uh, it's taken a dip you know I uh, again I'm, I'm not a uh, this is just my opinion I'm not a financial advisor uh, and I'm not really going to mention any names at this point but um, from some of the reading I've been doing roughly I think roughly three percent of the world uh, is messing with crypto right now, uh, and that seems to be growing. And I feel like, that to me, in my opinion, it's a good sign that um, as long as you do some research and you take a look at coins that have some value or different projects that have value, um, with the growth and as the influx, as more and more people start to um, get into crypto, as more and more people start to, to not 
to see it as a, a legitimate a legitimate opportunity to invest money um it it, it it's a it's a you're gonna rise with the tide you know your 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 little whatever you put in there your little wallet i don't i have a very small amount of money in there because i'm uh it's just learning i'm still kind of dipping my toes in the pool um but i see it as um something that's not going to go away it's going to have its ups and downs um just like the stock market it's going to have uh, court battles. It's going to have uh, litigation. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of things, but it happens in every financial sector. There's going to be regulation, which is not necessarily a bad thing as long as they come up with reasonable, um, reasonable expectation of that regulation. Uh, but it's definitely something that I'm interested in. It has great... Uh, I feel like it's a good opportunity for people that are willing to take a risk you know obviously don't invest money you can't afford to invest uh, I am also not a financial advisor let me say this again this is just my opinion um, but do some research take a look into it you know don't don't be scared I mean uh, to me it's kind of like uh, a little bit like gambling especially when I put the first little bit of money in but it's, it's at the same time, the gamble is uh, a much longer gamble. So it's not just putting down 100 bucks for a hand of blackjack. And you get all of four minutes of the rush, like, ooh, what's going to happen? You know, um, I put in that 100 bucks and I've watched it go up. I've watched it go down. You know, I've there's no really, you can't really time the market. Uh, it's more of like the time you spend in the market is what people like to say. So... If you are interested and if you find a project you want to support, um, take a look at it. You know, you do what's right for you, do right what's right for your family. But I definitely think, um, especially if you are uh, looking long term, I don't think you're going to lose money. Obviously, in the short term, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. But when it comes to the long term hold on this... My thoughts, uh, my opinion, is as more and more people get into crypto, uh, the value of what you have this early in the game is going to go up. And as long as you invest it in projects that are worthwhile and projects that have real uh, potential, uh, you should more than likely make money. Again, my opinion. Um, I say these things because they say these on other podcasts. I don't have a team of lawyers. I don't want to hurt anyone. I'm I'm trying to look out for all of you. Um, if you don't want to do crypto, rock on. Do your own thing. There's a lot of great financial tools out there. Uh, read up. Learn. Um, what I've come to realize uh, in all of my years, the, you know, I'm good at computers. I'm good at... Uh, I'm a firefighter. I have some drywall skills and some woodworking skills and some minor electrical and minor plumbing skills and while uh, learning all of this was good for me um, being more aware of the financial market being more aware of how to budget and plan for my retirement would probably have been I mean just as helpful if not maybe a little more 
again, I'm still young enough that uh, I don't think I'm going to be working until I'm 85. Uh, well, with the exception of this podcast, I like doing this. So this I'll be doing until I'm 85. Uh, and even if I only keep the roughly 10 people, I think, that listen to me. And I'm okay with that. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it as much as I enjoyed talking. Um, please, like I said, feel free. Uh, email me at cwwm at protonmail.com. Uh, we could have, um, I'm, like I said, I, I wouldn't mind doing an advice segment. Uh, obviously, I would keep uh, your details private. I wouldn't be broadcasting uh, your real name. We could come up with some cool fake names. Uh, maybe we'll go with like the old... Uh, clue fake names, you know. Uh, this week, Colonel Mustard wrote in, and he was wondering why th- his um, computer didn't work. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of scrambling there. Um, but please, again, feel free, uh, even if you just want to say hi, cwwm at protonmail.com. It's basically come walk with me at protonmail.com. It's just, you know, the letters instead of the actual words. I guess the initials. Um, I got a book for my son, too, and he seemed to uh, light up. I, uh, it's kind of cool to hear him, uh, or at least experience him reading now. It's part of why I've actually been getting back into books and he'll just, he'll like look at a word and read it out loud. And you know, he's, he's seven. So it's not like he shouldn't read, but it's, it's kind of cool to see him like, wow, like see words he doesn't experience normally. Like he'll see like an ingredient and he'll read it off, you know? Um, it's, it's just kind of cool. It's, it, it's, it takes me back to realizing that, you know, you could, you can get through life without having the ability to read, but, with the ability to read. Uh, you're not just getting through life. You're enjoying it. You're experiencing it. You are able to learn so many crazy things. You're also able to experience so many different things. You can find people that um, are in the same boat as you or similar boats. You can you know, read their experiences and they could have written them 400 years ago if you know you could find those books obviously um but it, it makes me proud to to listen to him and, and watch him and so i got him this book and it's like a 9 to 12 year old book and it, it sounded pretty cool it was um something about geek uh the uh, the fantasy novel or something i forget the exact title but uh, he seemed pretty happy with it and i think he was reading it with his grandmother earlier which i was pretty happy about so um hopefully i'll I'll come home and I'll see him reading uh, one day, just sitting there in the chair by the fire, like kicking back, you know, because, well, I mean, if you're going to read, you should be in a chair by the fire. In my opinion, uh, it always seems the best. That or sitting in like a bay window during a thunderstorm. Like sitting there on the bay window with a book, looking out, or maybe not in the bay window, but sitting near a very large window during a thunderstorm reading is very enjoyable. I've always found it highly relaxing and enjoyable. It's, um, well, heck, I love thunderstorms. You know, uh, part of the, part of my hope with the next house is to get a, um, a house with a large porch that could allow me to really sit outside in some kind of rocking chair or something 
God, I sound old. Um, and just sit out there and stay dry while enjoying a thunderstorm, or at least mainly stay dry, you know, because sometimes those storms will send that water uh, horizontal uh, if it is really windy. But, um, yeah, I found a neat house the other day, uh, though it looks like um, it's, it's a tough call because the way it's set up on a pretty big hill, uh, though the property itself, from what I could see of the maps, looks like it floods pretty well. So, and maybe it doesn't flood, maybe it just becomes a very big runoff channel. Not quite sure yet. I still need to look into it more. Uh, but the house was nice, and it had, um, had like an acre and a half, I think. Had a, it had a, like an in-law suite on the first floor and a master bedroom suite. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Uh, big old garage, so I could get a workshop. Heck, maybe I could set up my uh, my podcasting in there. Have my own little my own little studio in the garage. Uh, who knows? We'll see. Um, I, now I got to try and convince the wife to see if she's interested. But um, it doesn't meet one of her requirements. It's not really in a neighborhood. But between me and you, neighborhoods are overrated in my opinion. People come and go. You know, you could um, move into a neighborhood and have wonderful neighbors for the first couple of years. And then they get other jobs, or they move to other states, and then you get stuck with jerk neighbors. Um, haven't had it happen to me. I hope it never happens to me, especially if I get back in another neighborhood. But um, you know, you never know. That's that's the <laughs> that's the risky part. Uh, the plus side is in most neighbors neighborhoods, if you can get something with a little bit of property. Um, you might not have to worry about having jerk neighbors so much because you're not jammed next to each other. Now, if you have a smaller plot of land and you're still very close, that's a whole other story and that's a pain in the tuchus. Um, yeah, so that sums up a lot. I, uh, just been doing a lot of thinking lately. Um, you know, every day you get a little bit older. My, uh, my birthday is fast approaching. Um, so, for the most part, I've just been kind of looking back and looking back at my accomplishments and thinking about the things I want to do and where I want to go. It's been uh, a wild ride so far. You know, I have no real complaints. Um, there are times I wish that maybe I hadn't dilly-dallied as much as I did, but uh, I wouldn't be the man that's speaking to you now if I hadn't dilly-dallied. I also don't know why I'm using dilly-dallied so much, because I probably haven't heard it nor said it since I was in my early teens, maybe. Um, you know, I look back and it's just a lot of good memories and a lot of fun. And then the last, we'll call it almost eight years, have been just a rush and a jumble. Everything before the last eight years seemed to take forever it was all spread out and there was so much time and um i definitely did not always use that time optimally but that happens i mean none of this is perfect uh, i have become much more adventurous uh much more um purposeful in the last eight years you know uh, once the kids came into the picture I realized um, if there's something I want to do, I have to do it now. 
and if it's something I think might be a benefit for my boys, uh, and you know, possibly other kids at some point, but currently just the boys, um, I need to do it. I need to, uh, embrace life. You can't just sit around and hide. You can't just wait for it to come to you. You have to go out there and just experience it. You know, I mean, that's the whole thing this podcast is. This is me just reaching out and sharing my experiences with you and encouraging you to do your best and take care of yourself. Um, I know it's been rough. I, this pandemic is um, a pain in the tuchus, to say the least. <clears throat> uh, if, if I mean, there's a lot of other things I could say. There's a lot of other words I would love to say. Uh, but, you know, I try to keep this fairly PG in case... Maybe you're listening to this with your kids in the car. I don't know. Um, oh, man, I would love to just rattle off some words about how I feel about this pandemic right now. And they would totally not be uh, safe for work or anything along those, those lines. But <clears throat> that's for another time. Maybe I'll do a, a special after hours, come walk with me, cursing edition. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't publish that, though. Because I probably would just be randomly cursing for... You know, I don't know how long. Uh, when I was younger, I learned to curse in a few languages because, well, I mean, who doesn't need to, who doesn't need to know how to curse in a few languages? Uh, I it seemed like a, it seemed like a good addition to my um, vocabulary back then. Uh, I can say I haven't used them as much as I thought I would. Uh, I've used them once or twice uh, here and there, but uh, more more often than not, I have used my polite language, my polite language skills, uh, far more, uh, in life. And it has done, uh, has been far more lucrative, uh, in me, in the way I have accomplished things versus the, uh, guy who ran a warehouse for 10 years and learned how to curse in a multiple, multiple of languages. And, uh, you know, they, they were only really uh, there was that 10-year window where that was very effective and very helpful, but now um, I can't really use them. Some of them have faded away, um, but that is life. You know, you can't remember everything. Uh, I think if we remembered everything, we'd all go insane. Not that we probably aren't all somewhat insane anymore. Um, so I have rambled. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, I'm glad I got to record this. I was actually afraid I wouldn't uh, pull it off tonight because I am still pretty tired too. When I head into the office early tomorrow to get some stuff done. But um, thank you for listening. I hope you're all doing okay. I know this is, we're going through tough times. You know, I, I'm here. Um, obviously, I know I'm just a voice on the internet, but please write me. Um, I'll I'll help out. I'll respond to emails. I want to. Um, I'm doing this to kind of put back the good you know there, there's far too many people that are um pushing the bad that's in the world and making us always think of the bad i'm trying to do this podcast as a way to see the future and and see that it's not not all going to end you know i mean you you're living your life why not try and live it with a smile um it's not easy i understand that but that's what we're here for that's what i'm here for so uh, thank you for taking the time to listen. I love you all. I wish you all the best. Be safe. Um, be careful. Have a little bit of fun. Eh, maybe don't be too careful. Go out and try something new. But don't do anything too, too crazy, you know, because I like you guys listening. 
Um, and I will talk to you in hopefully four or five days. I'll create the next podcast. So have a wonderful night. I love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.